Blog Talk Radio. Miss soccer today? No, everybody's off. So, you know. Sports Radio Show, hosted by Robbie D, Big Mike, and Vinny the Shark. And happy Saturday, happy March Madness, everybody. Vinny the Shark is here, I'm here, Goon off and Rob off, Vinny. Baseball officially started, technically, right? I mean, if you want to be technical about it. And it is March Madness, really without the madness. Well, yes, um, there were technical upsets yesterday, but the first day was pretty much all chalk. But there were technical upsets, but those were the upsets. Everybody was predicting, you know, those are the upsets that you saw the 11 seed only giving two, you mm-hmm. know, there's the typical upsets. Oh, it's not surprising. Oregon beat mm-hmm. Wisconsin, but the madness hasn't quite been there. You had a couple scares. UNC and Virginia were down at half. Mm-hmm. So you had your couple scares there, but naturally all the teams that really should have won or even the surprises you want to so call, call them. They also won as well, but um, either way, very, very fun. My bracket spoiled because I get a little crazy with my predictions mm-hmm. and I don't go very chalky like most people, but I still alive. I still got elite eight teams. I still got final four teams. Uh, Duke, they even had a little scare with North Dakota State, but obviously they turned it around. Zion dominated. It should be interesting to see Duke and UCF's matchup because Taco Fall, as you know, he's a pretty tall dude, seven six. Mm-hmm. Can Zion Williamson attack the paint like he normally does against that specimen? Uh, Mississippi State, they fell to Liberty, 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 <laughs> and Liberty advances on to take on Virginia Tech, who had no problem with St. Louis last night. Maryland, this is another one. This surprised people. Uh, Belmont was a very popular upset pick, but Maryland did come out with the win. They take on LSU today after uh, another popular pick. Yale failed to hit their threes, as you know. You were telling me how yeah, bad they were shooting. Horrible. They didn't hit any of their threes until the final five minutes in that game. Louisville, Minnesota. Um, Rick Pitino's brother gets the last laugh against his former team over I there. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I was hoping Rick was going to be there, but apparently <laughs> he's still coaching overseas. So that will set up a Minnesota-Michigan State line today, which is actually pretty big. A lot of points going to Minnesota today. I don't know if MSU is going to cover that. Out west, Gonzaga, the biggest upside, the biggest um, pull away, biggest margin of victory, destroyed Fairleigh Dickinson. Syracuse, a team a lot of people like, including myself. They never really get bounced in the first round. But Jim Beheim, he killed somebody. It didn't work. Distraction. Baylor you that win. karma? I call it a little bit of karma. Bit this guy karma. usually always gets out of the first round of the uh, NCAA tournament. He did not do it this time. Marquette Murray State. It was all John it Morant. It was awesome. All John Morant. Uh, Marcus Howard shot them out of that game. Uh, he completely stole the show. Triple and double. I saw so many people on Marquette Vinny saying that the line was wrong and that this is the yeah. easiest game. You know, you know, I looked at it. I was like, I was on Marquette too. I was on Marcus Howard all year. But uh, Murray State, they had that one guy who was going to be a top two pick in the NBA draft. He's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But Murray State, they don't play the type of competition that Marquette plays. But here they go. They go out there to beat Marquette. Marquette had one of their bad days. And that's all it takes to lose in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Murray State's going to be taking on FSU today, and FSU is one of my final four picks for those who follow on Twitter and Swimming with the Shark, so I need FSU to win that, and Murray State's getting a lot of love. They're only getting four, uh, four and a half or five points, depending where you get it. Buffalo absolutely demolished ASU. If anyone watched that playing game with ASU and St. John's, you knew Buffalo was going to destroy either one of those teams. Both those teams really did not impress. They're going to take on Texas Tech, one of the best defensive schools in the country. I'm riding Buffalo on that one. I'm not a big fan of Texas Tech or any of the three seeds. Nevada, too little, too late. They uh, don't complete the comeback against Florida. They take on Michigan. That's going to be a very, very high-nosed defensive game today. Uh, Virginia and Oklahoma. Oklahoma absolutely mopped the floor with Mississippi, uh, but they're not going to be able to do that against Virginia. I don't see them getting off to a sluggish start like they did against Gardner-Webb. Wisconsin, as I mentioned, fell to Oregon. Very expected. UC Irvine, they were only getting four in that game, a 13 versus a four. You know, naturally, that was a popular pick. So Oregon and UC Irvine, we're going to see them. We're either going to see a 12 or a 13 in the Sweet 16 against more than likely Virginia. So that's a pretty good sl- uh, slate for Virginia to get into the Elite Eight. Villanova, they t- uh, beat down St. Mary's. They're going to take on Purdue. I do like Villanova to complete that upset and go to the Sweet 16. Very untalked about team. This is Jay Wright, the defending champs. Mm. I know a lot of those players aren't there, but Villanova, I, I, they won the Big East. They're still not getting a lot of love. They beat Purdue and Carson Edwards today. 
Cincinnati, one of my disappointing ones. They fell to Iowa today. I can't stand that white dude over there who wouldn't miss a free throw at the end or anything. He hit every shot. And you shot. mentioned Cincinnati Very on clutch. Twitter. You mentioned them saying that that is not a good tournament team. I think, yeah, I think this is the sixth year in a row, Big Mike, that they had been bounced in the first round. And they won the American <laughs> Conference. They have a great coach. They're one of the hard-nosed defensive uh, teams in the league. And they couldn't do it. They, they just lose in the first round continuously. And this is a team I actually had upsetting in Tennessee in one of my brackets. But Tennessee, they had their mouths full with Colgate, but they still hung on. Uh, Tennessee and Iowa today. Don't be surprised if Iowa covers that spread. It's a big one, and Tennessee did not look very good. UNC, they had the first half scare, but they pull away big time. They won by 15. Uh, they're going to take on Washington, who uh, put up 78 points. And I'm happy because I was saying Utah State could hang with North Carolina mm-hmm. in terms of scoring points. Washington, uh, if they could put up 78 again, we'll see. They can actually hang, but I don't see them doing that against UNC. And UNC should be putting up around the 88 again. So UNC should advance. I'm happy they got Washington, not Utah State. Auburn, very good game with New yeah. Mexico State. That was they should have lost. That was the craziest game. That and they kid won two out of three free throws. One hundred percent should have lost, and he also should have just went up with the layup at the end. He right. shot it out there. He got the foul. He only hit one of the three. That was the best game of either day. Auburn almost got upset. They just hang on. They win by one. New Mexico State just missed pulling off the upset, and a lot of people are riding Auburn big time. I'm one of them. They take on Kansas, who manhandled Northeastern. Uh, not the same Kansas team you're used to seeing, but um, Bill Self. Great coach. He's not going to get bounced in the first round like Bayheim did. But uh, Kansas-Auburn, that should be a good one today. It's only a two-point spread, Auburn favorites. Iowa State, this is a team I had in the Elite Eight. Very disappointing. Lost to Ohio State. Weston, the big man, knocking down free throws for them. They're going to take on Houston today, Ohio State. Or tomorrow, I'm sorry. And Watford-Seaton Hall, big battle. Fletcher McGee, most threes in uh, NCAA history. Miles mm. Powell, my boy on Seton Hall, he comes down. Watford can score points. They can score them quick. I like them as an upset pick over Kentucky. We're going wow. to do that today in the second game. And then that will lead us uh, into just today's games. I'll give you my picks, and then we'll have the picks for tomorrow. I like the Maryland LSU under. I like Wofford with the five and a half. I like Florida over Michigan. I'm staying away straight from up or with the points? Um, I can see straight up, but with the points, yeah. you're very safe. I would do a double, you know, put a little less on the money line. So right now, out of three spread. games you've mentioned, you have two upsets. Yes, I do. Wofford and Florida. And, uh, and the under in LSU, Maryland, I don't know how that one's going to go. Uh, then I also like – I like Minnesota to cover against MSU, and I also like Villanova as an upset mm-hmm. over Purdue. So I'll get those picks up for everybody, and then we'll go into tomorrow. It's been a tough tournament to predict, but, I mean, if you're the outsider who just picks the better seeds, your bracket's looking pretty good right now. Tell me right now – I mean, and it's early. Listen, we still have – today's a big day, right? Uh, today, tomorrow, big day, big – you know, you'll see the upsets. Tell me who's impressed you most so far. Like, who's a team right now that you're like, you know what? They might be able to make a little bit of a run here, a little bit of noise. Wofford. Really? I really think so. Wow. Um, this, that guy, they could score 10 points in 30 seconds. They turn the ball over against Wofford. They can shoot the three. They, they're just a very good shooting team. I, I think Wofford really does pull the upset against Kentucky. They're without their best player, Washington. I'm telling you, there's a lot of love going over there for them. We'll go with the opposite here. Who's the team that, you know, is ranked and you're just like, you know what? They, they're out. They're losing today. They're losing tomorrow. They were too high ranked, and they should be out this weekend. I hate LSU. I hate a lot of the three seeds. LSU, Houston, and Purdue. Uh, I don't believe in any of these three seeds. LSU was a good team all year, but they lost their coach, Will Wade, mm-hmm. and I just don't see them going deep with that. And 30 more seconds, they lose to Yale. Yeah. 30 more seconds, uh, and they lose to Yale. The, Yale just could have hit their threes a little right. earlier in that game. They don't, they don't beat them. They were actually, you could say, almost the better team, but they woke up too late. Uh, LSU doesn't do it for me. Uh, so I'm going to go with any of those three seeds, LSU, Purdue, and Houston, and, and even Texas Tech. Any scare last night with UNC, with your boys? I was, uh, I was actually pretty calm. Uh, and to be fair, I was telling uh, everyone who I was watching with, I said, this is, they were just saying this because they were up, mm-hmm. but I was saying this. But truly, I thought Iona, if they were a 15 seed, could have upset it a two. You did? I did. Wow. And if they weren't playing UNC, I probably would have took Iona, at least with the points, mm-hmm. in, uh, as a bet. Uh, they have two good, very good scores, and they had a senior. When you have a senior, they're playing for their last game. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, it's their last life. And Iona, they put up points. They gave them a scare. They kept up with them most of the game. If they were at 15, I probably would have had them upsetting it too. So that'll do it for uh, the March Madness talk. Vinny's picks will go up, but uh, definitely give a call if you want to talk March Madness, 646-716-5403 or on Facebook. Uh, Vinny will definitely talk March Madness with anybody uh, who wants to. So, Vinny, otherwise we move on to uh, baseball, and we'll start with the Japan series. Basically nonsense, but the Ichiro send-off was awesome. It was. It was well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, class act player. Uh, truly wish he stayed. He, 
he would have Pete Rose's record if he played his Absolutely. whole entire career here. Absolutely. The fact that he got 3,000, I know he was teetering for it at the end of his career, yep. but the fact that he got 3,000 coming in as what, a, a 29-year-old rookie? Came over when he was 27. And um, just, I mean, the, the hits, it's just, it's unbelievable. It really is. I think he had nine seasons in a row, 200 hits. Isn't he working in the office now or something? He is, yeah. And he didn't even play last year. But, you know, because of this uh, and going over there, they felt it was nice. And, and they did a great job. Scott Service both days sent him out there and pulled him off. So he got the full ovation. Mm-hmm. The second day, the fans waited. A half hour after the game, he went out and did a lap. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a former, it was formerly good send-off for Ichiro Suzuki. Uh, so, did he actually formally retire last year? He did. Year? He, no, and then well, he saw they were playing in Japan, and he's like, let me play in those games. I don't think formally retired last year. He announced it that it would be uh, his last game, uh, the second game, which was when? Yesterday morning. Okay. So that was the official retirement announcement, which right. he only did right before the game. I'm happy that he was able to retire in Japan. Like I said, you could catch him in Cooperstown 100%. The oh, fact that deserves. he did what he did from the age he came in, yep. he's he's one of the best hitters I've ever seen. He has most hits in one season yep. and 10 straight seasons with 200 hits. You couldn't count on this guy. He's so reliable. Rocket arm, stolen base Did machine. Did you see the video of the arm he threw great. out? Uh, oh, yeah. He, it was yeah, awesome. He still yeah. has it. Yep. He, can still, he can still throw somebody out. I mean, he was just – he's one of the truly great icons of MLB. Uh, career average, 311 hitter, just uh, unbelievable. Uh, 509 steals over here, 3,089 hits. Uh, you know, and he had down years towards the end of his career, Vinny, and he still the average he still averaged 30 steals for 162, 189 hits, 300 average. I mean, this guy he was legit, and like you mentioned, he would have broke easily Pete Rose's all time hit record. His first 10 years here, he had 200 hits. So you got to imagine if he's coming here at 21 instead of 27, that's 800 hits right there. Mm-hmm. Just right there. A couple notes from the two games. Uh, Hunter Strickland looks like the real deal out in Seattle, and it's it's only been two games, but he showed good control. He's two for two, which saves. And that's a team that I said, they're going to score a ton of runs. The pitching, the starting pitching stinks. But um, if you get a performance like Marco Gonzalez, where it only gets with four runs, and then your boy didn't pitch too bad either, you get it to that bullpen. They have decent arms in that bullpen. Hunter Strickland, somebody that easily 30 saves. They're in like the middle ground of tanking and competing. Yes. They don't know what they want to do. Yeah, they're, they're on that edge, and they, they should start going all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's getting paid a lot of money on that team? They're paying some of Cano, and I don't know what yeah, they're, they're paying, paying with Pax. You know, and Felix is getting a big salary. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Edwin was a, a straight change, so that didn't cost them any money. They don't have Kyle Seeger has a pretty big Kyle Seeger, and he's not even playing. And he's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Seeger's uh, contract. I don't know what Kikuchi's contract is, but uh, one thing I don't like, I'm obviously huge on him and have him in both my fantasy leagues. Uh, thank God one's a keeper. They have an innings limit on him. And yeah. it's annoying for him not to go to five. He wouldn't have got the win anyway because yep. he went to extras, but – that guy, he's got some electric stuff, you got to say. Yeah, he does. Everything had movement. I liked him. Uh, he got all, he hides the ball. Yeah. That's the best part about him. He got all emotional. Uh, Ichiro, his hero, and then he said playing through a translator, but playing on the same field as Ichiro was just uh, you know, a dream come true for him. Big injury news, Matt Olson draft, usually around the 10th round average draft position. Broken hammock bone. Um, he's going to miss four to six weeks, and then you start rehabbing Vinny. And we saw it with Stanton a few years ago and, and even a few others. That habit bone, the power really doesn't come back. It's a scary injury for somebody like him that's a power hitter. And they say you don't feel the pain. The power, though, just it just doesn't come back. And he's somebody now, 20th round. He is very late now. If you haven't drafted yet, he should be going in the 20th round. Yeah, and uh, those last-second drafts, are, which are better for injuries like this. Yep. The season starts Thursday. So I know I got my last draft on Monday. So I have one Sunday. That Olsen's officially someone I'm staying away from. And that's a tough blow for the A's. That's a gold-glove first baseman with power. Yep. Lefty power bat. So they're going to miss him. Yeah, big-time injury. Right now you would think that um, – Profar will slide over, and then Pinder will play uh, second base. And I actually like Pinder as a deep sleeper. I think he's somebody that can hit 25 home runs, so I would check the wire there. You've got to love Profar. The A's and fantasy for the eligibility that guy has. Well, even uh, Pindar can play multiple positions, too. They have a few guys that really, uh, in Yahoo leagues, which everybody's eligible, according to Adam Ronis, uh, you can just put them anywhere. So another huge injury for them is uh, their top starting pitching prospect, Jesus Lazardo, is now going to be out as well. And he's somebody that, as soon as the Super 2 was up, would have been in the rotation because their starting pitching stinks mm-hmm. also. They need him desperately. You're 100% right. That's one of the worst rotations in MLB. When yep. you got Mike Fires going as your opening day yeah, starter, you, you can't have that. It's embarrassing. So they needed Lazardo. So Lazardo out, Olsen out. And then really it's been a week of – and it started with the Trout contract, which we'll talk about. But it's been extensions. Everybody is signing extensions. Uh, Except your boy DeGrom. I don't get and it. he ain't getting one. I don't get it. Because it's the Mets game. The I, Mets have the upper hand. 
If, and if you look at some of these extensions, Chris Sale is going to make less than David Price, less than Verlander. And honestly, he should have been higher. I, you know, he's taking right. a bit of a discount. But if, the, if that's going to be the going rate and you're Jacob, if you're the Mets now and you look at five years, $150 million, you write that to the ground right now. He's younger than Sale. He's got less mileage than Sale. I mean, that's my starting point. Here you go. I don't know what the weight is. I would sign him now. I understand the Mets don't have to pay him. But I mean, at the same time, what if he goes out there and pulls uh, Le'Veon Bell, you know? He has every right to do that. I don't really blame him, but he's not going to do that. He wants to limit himself at some point, which I think is stupid too. It's ridiculous. It's really the Mets have full control over him, but they should do the right thing and just pay this guy because how do you see yourself in the future without Jacob DeGrom? I agree with you. A couple other, Especially after the season he had last year. Uh, we didn't talk the Trout contract, but it's going to be $500 million. Uh, it's just give me your thoughts on that. I mean, he's now making for a year less than Harper, $100 million more than Bryce Harper. I love it. I love it because it's more of a throw in the face at Bryce. Yeah. Um, he was obviously he, – he's definitely prided himself on being the highest paid player. He only had it for about a week and a half. And Mike Trout, you know what? He deserves every single dime of this money. They, they lock up their guy. And I mentioned this on the show, I don't know, last week or two weeks ago. The Angels have no problem giving out a big contract to the best player in baseball. Mm. They did it when Albert Pulis was the best player in baseball. Now they're doing it with Mike Trout. But Mike Trout, at least, is a little younger. So, didn't surprise me. But you know what? Well-deserved. And they, they don't wait till next year or two years, whenever they got to get them. We're going to lock up our best player now. And at least they know they can move on in the future having the best player in baseball and not worry about him leaving. Yeah, and I hope that $500 million helps him forget that Matt Harvey is the best pitcher currently, starting pitcher. <laughs> they got to the get some pitching there. It's terrible. They got to. I agree with you. A uh, couple other contracts before we start previewing the AL East and the NL East is, um, listen, the most interesting to me is Aloy Jimenez because they bought out that Super 2. They bought out his arbitration years. And now there's no reason for this stud prospect meaning to be on the, not be on the opening day roster. Do you like that they did that in terms of this could be a bargain? Like they're oh, kind of gambling on bargain. him. And naturally, I'm huge on the guy, yep. too. Everything you read about him, yep. the power's real, everything. He looks like the franchise player. Yep. But um, with the prospect, you know, you kind of saw it with Mark Pryor. It didn't work out. Right. He's a pitcher, naturally. He could get hurt a lot easier. But I liked it because Eli Jimenez, let's say he plays his first two years, then – what if he, you know, gets hurt or something, and then he doesn't get paid? I think he's happy to get this money now. I think the White Sox are happy, thinking that they're going to get the bargain now because they're not paying him enough. Well, you've seen it with Houston did with that first their first base prospect a few years ago, John Singleton, who turned into be a disaster. I don't um, even know who that is, but he tur- he was supposed to be a top prospect, so it can backfire. But somebody like this, Vinny, where he's drawn comparisons to Acuna without the steals and all those other top. Pro- I mean, Vlad Guerrero, he's in that category with Guerrero and Tatis. It's a steal for the he team. He gets compared to Aaron Judge, and he's, they say he's going to strike out less. Right. Same amount of home runs with less strikeouts. I mean, that's a hell of a comparison because Judge is a great player as much as he strikes out. Right. I agree. It's a huge – it's a big deal for them, and it's something for that fan base who really hasn't had much to be excited about in recent years. Absolutely love it. Real deal. Um, and it's a discounted price, if you ask me, because yes. you're buying out those arbitration uh, years. But um, now why is there – why is he not officially on the opening day roster yet? That's that I don't, I don't understand, understand either. That makes no sense I to me. I think you're, you'll still see it, though. I think there's no reason not to. I thought it would be announced as soon as they gave the guy the money. Right. But, and if you're a lawyer, man, why aren't you signing it without the guarantee of being on that opening day roster? Yeah. So there's I no mean, reason I guess, not to. I guess he doesn't care. He's getting paid regardless, right? Unless there's well, a you're riding a bus, you want to be treated like, you know. <laughs> you, you should, uh, yeah, you should be playing the way you're getting paid. Uh, so I'm sure he will be at the opening day roster, but uh, the fact that it hasn't been announced yet is concerning to me. I agree with you. Uh, a couple other just contracts. Blake Snell, which I don't understand either, Vinny. He gets a contract in the same, listen, the same Severino-Nola range, but this is somebody really that just came off a Cy Young year, and that's the, the money you're getting paid. He that should is- be thankful. That is a Mike Trout contract the Rays offered him. That's in terms of just what the Rays can offer him. That's a lot of money. I've never seen the Rays sign their guys like that. But Blake Snell, I definitely think he, should, he was worth more. I don't understand that. I don't know when he's a free agent. I guess he might be in a DeGrom range where he's like, okay, I can't wait for two the more years. After, after my value, the highest it is right now. I don't know. It's, it's up to that. I have to be in like the DeGrom range. Okay, I'm getting offered. I don't have to wait two years. I don't have to, you know. He wasn't that great until last year. Right. You know, he was always okay. But last year he was superb. Do you think he's going to repeat that Cy Young season? I, I sure as hell don't think he's Well, he's not going to have an ERA under two, but I think he's still going to be a top 10 pitcher that you're going to be, you know, that we're all going to be talking about because he found something. He's a right. great strikeout pitcher. He's not going to have an ERA under two. I don't right? know off the top of my head what his contract situation is, but I, right. I like to believe it's something like the Grum. He right. got offered he money. Out the, and he's like, you know what? I need to get paid right now. Let me take it while I can. I can't wait two years where my value is not as high as it is now. Take a look at that. Justin Verlander gets a contract extension. Going to be more than Chris Sale. Two-year deal to stay in Houston. We've talked about it. He has refound himself there. Front 
frontline starting pitcher, and now it's going to be, can you lock up Garrett Cole also? Because then going forward, I mean, Houston, this could be, I don't want to call it a dynasty because they only have one World Series, but this could be a force to be reckoned with for years. And they're going to be taking control of uh, AL West for as long as possible. It's just their division. Carlos Carrera, I, I imagine, needs to get paid to an mm-hmm. extension. I don't know what Springer and Altuve's contracts are, but I'm pretty sure they paid Altuve already. They did. Um, and they got Forrest Whitley coming up. You know, they right. got a lot of people, and they don't have the cap space that a lot of people thought. They built their team so well. They built yep. your team with the minor leagues perfectly. That's what teams need to start resembling with the Astros. I agree. They, Justin Verlander is worth every damn penny. I don't care how old he is. You're, you're right. He found himself. And he, what is he, 36? He's still getting like 260 strikeouts a year. Still throwing 100 miles an hour. He's a Hall of Famer, too, yep. Justin Verlander. So there you go. Good job for both parties. And speaking of the Houston Astros, Brad Peacock will open as a fifth starter. Just I like a quick that. Fan, me, too. Fantasy note, absolutely love him. Uh, he should be owned. Because that's somebody that goes out there. He gives you five innings, you know, two runs. The Houston Astros are going to score more than two runs. Yeah, and you know what? He could even get lit up. He's going to strike out people. Right. He's got strikeout material. Uh, who lost their rotation spots? Uh, it's just injuries right now. Okay. So And uh, supposed to be Josh James was supposed to be the guy for that fifth spot. He's not ready yet. Peacock will open there. So Beautiful. I like it, and I hope he stays in that rotation. Tremendous value for anyone who has him. And, here you can chime in as much as you want, but the Dodgers rotation is a mess right now. Kershaw, Bueller, Hill now hurt. So former top prospect Vinny, Julio Urias is in the rotation. He's been awesome this spring. I, I, he'll be limited inning-wise, but he's somebody really – he could run away with 120 innings, quality innings. Yeah, and listen, the Dodgers rotation, we say it every year, constant injuries. I know. All the time, Ryu, now Kershaw's in the mix. Yeah. Um, Alex Wood when he was there, Rich Hill. Alex Wood. Oh, always, always hurt. Yeah. All, all these guys are always hurt, so they need the pitching depth. The only guy I can count on is Walker Buehler. Well, and he's battling some stuff now, too, so he's not going to get the ball opening day. And as I agree with Adam Ronis. Clinton Kershaw, you guys think you're getting him in a good spot? It's the year to stay away from him. And we'll see what happens I got, there. I got a, you know, I drafted him last year. Yeah. I obviously have a bad side with him, but I, I truly believe it's just you know you're not getting 200 innings out of him. And he's just it's just a decline. They're going to do everything they can. He was spot on with everything he said about Clayton Kershaw. He's not worth the value where he's going. And you guys can check that interview out. It's up on iTunes. Very There's, good uh, interview. Adam Ronis the other night, uh, he was ranked number two fantasy baseball expert last year. And uh, he gave us a half hour with his thoughts heading into the season. So check that out on iTunes. Very good interview. If you play fantasy sports, check it out. Rob chimes in. uh, The Snell contract is good for him because it buys out all of his arbitration years and only one free agent year, which is what you mentioned. There we go. That makes sense. But at the same time, former won the Cy Young last year. I just expected more. But when you look at it, it falls in with Severino, falls in with Nola with these pitching contracts. So I was blown away. The Rays even offered a contract. They just don't do that. That's it's so out of it. Usually they trade them. Yeah. So uh, take that for what it's worth. I mean, a couple other baseball notes before we break down divisions. Pete Alonso is making the Mets. You want to talk about things that just don't make sense and is ass backwards is the Mets would never usually let a kid like this make the team out of spring training. He deserves it. He's been the second best oh, yeah. hitter in spring. But, I mean, this is just so out of the Mets' realm. No doubt about it that that was the best thing the Mets have done this offseason. He's going to start, and he has a very, very legit shot to an NL Rookie of the Year, which we'll consider. Uh, Corey Nebel out in Milwaukee. He has a partial tear in the UCL, possible Tommy John surgery. It hasn't been uh, worked out yet. They've been linked to Craig Kimbrell. Then we heard yesterday Dave O'Brien, one of the Braves beat writers, said the Braves are still out on Kimbrell. So two questions here. Does Kimbrell sign before Thursday, which is the real opening day here in America, or uh, is he still a free agent? I mean, uh, the clock's ticking, right? I would like to say he would. It's unbelievable that he wasn't. I mean, since when do we not value one of the best closers in baseball? I don't get it. I mean, I don't think uh, – it's what is it, the years? I'm sure people don't mind paying him. It Dallas was, Keuchel is the money. It but, was rumored Kimball wanted a six-year contract, which is – I mean, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, and he probably won't be the closer he is four years down the road. Right. But at the same time, he's trying to protect himself. But he can't get $20 million for three years? I, I mean – He should, and there's teams that need him. You just mentioned him, the Brewers and Rob's Braves. I don't know what they're doing, why they're watching these guys just sit there. I mean, pay him. And Kimball, he was a homegrown talent for the Braves. Bring him back. You're talking the Brewers, and they had uh, Josh Hader, Craig Kimball, and Jeremy Jeffries, and a few others in that. You're talking a great bullpen. And yeah, the Brewers, I, I think you should really go after him because I don't want Josh Hader closing for me. I like that Andrew Miller come in in the most right. important time situations. Yep. When I'm in a jam, I'm taking my big gun out there, and he's going to go out there and strike these guys out. Josh Hader closing for them takes away his value, believe it or not. Because I like the way they were using he would, the middle. He would be a 40-save guy, and his innings would be cut in half. The strikeouts would even be lower. Right. So I do agree with you. You want him – and especially somebody like your league where he's going to chip in holds and saves mm-hmm. that, that would really hurt his value. So I do agree with you there. 
Uh, last note, Francisco Lindor will start on the DL, they, oh, IL. They think it will be uh, only a weak injury, so you take that for what it's worth. But Kipnis is now banged up as well. Vinny, you guys broke down the Central. The Indians are a team that are going to win the Central by default, but at the same time, first-round knockout. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, they have the pitching. The, the pitching is awesome. there, right? The rotation's there, but the offense is a mess. I mean, anyone could get a hitter on any day. At the same time, and any time these pitchers can just not pitch well. Lindor, he's an AL MVP candidate. I think it's best that he sticks, uh, stays away for a week because that's yeah. the division. Just like the Dodgers with Kershaw, they can be careful with their best players. That's what the Indians are going to be doing with Lindor now. And last note, I have uh, Scooter Jeanette, your boy, Scooter Jeanette. That's right. Uh, got hurt. Looks bad. MRI scheduled. Um, I, my guess would be after looking at it, he'll miss some time. So you take that for what it's worth. Call up Senzel. Well, you, let's talk that, too, because you were not happy about that. Uh, Nick Senzel's agent wasn't happy about that. He blew up the spot saying that this is simply only because of Super 2. Yep. The team is sending him they down. to get rid of the Super 2. Thing. I disagree. I disagree. This is somebody that – and listen, he should be up. He has the talent to be up. But unlike Chris Bryant, the Reds can make a case, Vinny. He missed the whole second half last year. Right. So they, the team can make a case and say, we just want him to go down, refine the tools a little bit, and then we're going to bring him up. And we're paying these Dodger contracts now, so we don't want to pay you anything. Well, <laughs> that might have something to do with it, it too. It could, but, but, but at the, the same the time. The Reds are that sneaky team, and this guy's killing it in the spring, and all signs are pointing him to make the team, regardless of Scooter's injury or not. Right. And he was is he going to like start in center field. He's changing. But he hasn't, field right, he hasn't played second base at all this no, spring. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. So now you can't maybe, just bring maybe him Maybe you can switch with someone on the left side over there. I right. don't know. But get this guy in the lineup. He's argue, He could be your best hitter this year. It's possible. He really could. He's one of their top – he's their top prospect. He's one yeah. of the top prospects in baseball. He's a guy I want to see. He's my dark horse right now, uh, NBA, uh, rookie of the year, but he needs to get the playing time to win the award. So that's, uh, that's the notes around the league here, 1125 over the top sports. And uh, we'll talk now. Uh, unfortunately, Rob is not here. And, uh, you know, the Braves are part of that, um, you know, the NL East. But uh, we'll get his thoughts, obviously, still following. But we'll start with the AL. And uh, I know you have the uh, odds for the division, so let's start there. All right. I'll start with the World Series odds. Well, then we'll do the division odds. The Red Sox and the Yankees are both plus 600. That's a three-way tie with the Astros. So three American League teams are the favorites to win the World Series. The Rays are third, plus 3,500. The Blue Jays, plus 9,000. And the Orioles, worse than all of the MLB, plus (laughs) $60,000. If you put $100 on the Orioles and they somehow win the World Series, you get 60K just like that. It's a waste of $100. That is a waste of $100, no <laughs> doubt about it. Division odds, this is uh, via Bovada. The Yankees are minus 135. The Red Sox are plus 120. Interesting for a 108, uh, 108 win team last year. Uh-huh. Rays plus 950. Blue Jays plus 4,000. And the Orioles plus 30,000. Those are your division odds. The Yankees got the slight edge over the Red Sox this year. Now let's move into the win totals. Let's do it. Uh, New York Yankees, a 100-win team last year. What do you think their 2019 win total is? I would think it's 102 and a half. Oh, wow. You got them over 100. That's a lot of wins. It's 96 and a half. I'm going over. 100%. I like the over two. I think they have only gotten better. They won 100 last year. I think they could win. I would actually confidently tell you that's a lock that they go over. Yeah, I like. I do like them to win 100 again. The Red Sox, 108 last year. We all know. What do you got them with this year? Uh, 99 and a half. 94 and a half. And, and I like that over, too. Uh, I like that under. That's a, Oh, you like the under? I like that I under. I mean, that bullpen's The abysmal. bullpen's atrocious. It's abysmal. And that should be the difference here, but that's still a stacked lineup, and the rotation gets the job done, obviously led by That bullpen, Vinny, and we'll talk about it when we, you know, give a pre- – that bullpen sucks. <laughs> it does. It does. There's not one guy, Matt Barnes is closer for them, right? They, it sucks. That's not a closer I could yeah, trust. Yeah, Embry out there, it's garbage. Tampa Rays, a big surprise last year, 90 wins last year. Do we have them higher or lower? What 88 there, and a so? half. It's 84 and a half. Um, I like that over, actually. I do. I think they win 85 games. I'm going to go with the under. I know they're like the team reinventing baseball with the bullpen days and all that and their, and their shifts and all the crazy stuff they're doing there. But you know what? I know they only gotten better. They got Tommy Pham, Blake Snell coming back. I'm, I'm just going to go with the under. I don't think they pull out 90 again. That's fair. Teams are on them. Uh, Blue Jays, 73 wins last year. Uh, 70 and a half. 74 and a half. Under. I'm on that under, too. The Blue Jays are horrible. And the Baltimore Orioles, 47 <laughs> wins oh, last year. Man. 47, that is disgraceful. 53 and a half. It's 59 and a half. Under. That is an easy under. Where do they see them? <laughs> this blew my mind when I was writing this. Where do they see them picking up 12 wins this year? I have no idea. Where? They I don't didn't make it. any moves whatsoever. Nothing. The 
pitching sucks. Gossman's gone for a full year. That team is bad. It's horrible. Every from top Adam to bottom. Adam Jones gone. Rotation, bullpen, hitting, gone. everything, managing, everything's horrible on that team. Where did they see them getting 13 wins? I don't get it. Easy under. I like that more than I like the Yankee over, Red Sox over, anything. That's the easiest bet in this division. I disagree. Uh, that Yankee over, to me, is a easy lock. It really 98, is. 97 wins is a lot, though, Big Mike. That, yeah, but we've talked about how we both are big on Stanton this year. Um, the bullpen is just – it's better than last – it's scary to say the bullpen's better than yes, last year. Yes, it is. And Vinny, they, Vino's no joke. Right. They set a home run record last year. Judge missed time. Um, Didi, uh, not I'm sorry, not Didi. Gary had a down year. Right. There is potential for them to even break that record. This is true, and you got James Paxton in the mix right. now, another pitcher. But Severino's he's a little worrisome right now. But he is. it's definitely fair to say their rotation is better than it was last year. So let's talk division and who we have winning the division. And unfortunately, I will say that I do have the New York Yankees winning this division. And I'm a homer, you know that biggest homer in the world. I have so said I'm, that. I'm going to take the New York <laughs> Yankees to win this one. And who on the Yankees uh, for you is really the impact player? Who's going to jump out at you? It's got. I think Stanton's in for a huge year. I agree. With I that. really think he bounces back. He's got the one year in New York under his belt. Right. So I've said pressure. fifty already. He does. How he that came off that bad postseason. He's got. He's got a lot to prove to himself. I think it's going to be easier. He played through an injury last year when yep. Judge was down, yep. so he was playing hurt, and he got things going midseason. Gary Sanchez, as you mentioned. I think he's the guy, just because of what a bad year he had last year, I think Gary's the guy to come back with a big bounce back year. Uh, and we have a couple comments rolling in. One is Rob, which I will get to. But um, one is Mark Rode, who says, over 59 for the Orioles. And I am writing back, no shot. <laughs> uh, oh, just, Mark. I can't see it. Are you are you a Bird, bird fan over there? There's no way. That is come a on, bad, Mark. bad team. Where do you see it? Where do you see it? Vinny, for me, the uh, listen, we don't know what's going to happen with Severino. Uh, Tanaka and Paxton are the big keys for me. You need Paxton to go out there. He has to throw 200 innings, which he's never done. And you need Tanaka to keep being Tanaka. And listen, a couple years ago, Tanaka was a question mark with that whole UCL. And does he need Tommy John? He showed you he's durable. He's dependable. He's a quality start guy. He's very good in the playoffs as well. He, to me, the two of them have to mesh and gel before Severino gets back. He'll hit the IL at least once, Tanaka. At least once. Usually he's good for just one time. It's not that much. It's always precaution. But the signing of Gio Gonzalez is even good, too, just for that depth. Now he could come in there. You got a lefty in a obviously Yankee Stadium. You yep. got to keep those lefties away from that wall. I I, I love what they did this offseason. The infield they're losing Didi for the year. Right. They get Lemay here. They get Tulowitzki. I'm not huge on Tulowitzki. Tulowitzki's been like gone. I dropped. Him. He sucks. Yeah, he he's got, been gone. He got off to a hot start in spring. It should be Torres at short. Lemay who at second. That would be the best. I agree. Uh, line I, up I was there. never too keen of the Tulowitzki deal. Hopefully he can go out there and prove me wrong. But they have the depth. It's going to be a revolving DH door between mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez, Giancarlo, and um, Miggy Andor. Uh, and the bullpen, you get five innings out of your starter, you, and you have the lead, you should win the game. So, uh, Mark Rhodes said 68 wins for the Orioles. I know where somewhere you could place that bet if you'd like. I know a guy that will take that bet because yeah. that's not happening. <laughs> uh, and he's a Twins fan. And, hey, I like the Twins this year. You also like the Twins. I do. So, I do. Uh, you should have a good year there, Mark. Uh, second place, I have the Red Sox uh, finishing in second. And um, if they had a better bullpen, if they had Kimbrell, I I would have picked them to win the division again because that offense is ridiculous. Jackie Bradley worked out with J.D. Martinez as hitting coach. I think he's in for a better year. Devers should have a better year as well. Uh, to me, the bullpen is the, the big deal here. Yeah, and what are the Sox thinking not bringing him back? I don't get it. Because he was a little shaky in the postseason? I, no, I think won? it's money. I think it's money. It's all about the money I, and, and I those do. years, those uh-huh. big six years. Um, I mean, what are, you, what are you thinking? How can you go into this year as repeating World Series uh, champions and not and, and not bring this guy back? I agree. You look at that bullpen, that's what you go with? I you agree. want to face the Yankees and put that bullpen in after Chris Sale comes out? I don't get it. What are you thinking? I don't know why they are letting this guy walk, and I think it's a big mistake, and I think that is obviously the huge difference of why the Yankees are going to win this division over the Red Sox this year. But it's not even Kimbrell. They didn't bring in any arms for that bullpen. You, There were arms out there to be made. Brad Brock got, got a very cheap, from yeah. the Yankees. Brad Brock got, got a cheap deal. Um, they should have brought in somebody they haven't. I think that'll be the downfall. The key player to me is Chris Sale. He didn't pitch at all, basically, the second half last year. How healthy, healthy is he? They must feel confident they gave him an extension, but I, I got to see it. Every year, ever since he's been a White Sox, too, I've been saying, when is this guy's arm going to fall off? Yeah. so frail. He throws so hard, that wind-up and everything. And yeah. It just never, ever happens. I know near the end of the year, he kind of craps out, even though he's good in the postseason. But maybe this is the year. I, I don't like to bet against it because it just hasn't happened. I just It's, clear, it's mind-blowing to me how it hasn't happened, the way that guy throws for his weight and size. Uh, third here, Vinny, and I'll go with the Rays. I think it's just by default. I do like them to win that over, though. I think they hit 85 games. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to be in the same here. With, uh, right. There's only Yankees, Red Sox, who might argue about it. I'm at right. the Rays in the third as well. 
Um, I do like the under. I think they overachieved last year with the 90. I know they kind of improved this offseason, but at the same time, I think the peskiness can't be there uh, from day one. Uh, I think the Rays are more closer to 500 than they are to 90. Then we'll both go, sure, the Blue Jays. Right. Which okay. the only talk that will be when is Guerrero up and what mm-hmm. he does this season. Otherwise, oh, I don't care. That's the only thing you got to keep your eyes on with the Blue Jays, just the, the great Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and uh, they're only fourth because they're just better than the Orioles. And if Strowman gets traded, uh, you know, I would keep an eye on Does that. Does he bounce back this year? Because no. he was horrendous last year. Nope. He's got a big mouth. He's, I don't he's always so. one of the first people to chime in on everything. I agree. And that's why they should trade him and just, you know, do the finish the rebuild. And, then, and he can have lingering injuries, too, because guys that size get hurt a lot. You've seen Sky Casimir, yep. Finland to come. The guys that size, and they throw that hard, you don't see them last very long. So we'll see what happens there. And, and then last, it's the Baltimore Orioles, Vinny, and Adam Jones is gone. Um, they really haven't done anything. Uh, the player to watch will be VR because everyone thinks he's going to steal 60 bases again. He hasn't been that good this spring. Uh, listen, nothing exciting happened out in Camden Yards. Nothing, nothing at all. They're hands down the worst team in the MLB. Easy under, Mark. And the Mark easiest said, under. if betting, I take the over because they do have some veterans, a couple players, uh, a couple starters, bullpen pitcher. Uh, Mark, it, the, uh, the actually, the only thing is they have Givens out in the bullpen. They have a decent bullpen. Otherwise, I don't like anything about the team. So. Take that for what it's worth. There's nothing I like about that team. They they are easily the worst team in the majors, and I look forward to the Yankees destroying them all season long, especially those hot games in April when they win 20 to nothing. All those games are my favorites. Mark chimes in again. Good point, which we have mentioned on the show. Teams that win the World Series the year after, they aren't the same. Uh, Royals, Cubs, Giants, Astros, and that's true. We have seen it the past few years. He's taking the over on Tampa as well, which I agree with. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one. That's a tough one over under for me. And then we do have Rob. Rob said Yankees win over 100 games in the division. They're my World Series pick from the AL this year. Boston wins high 90s in a wild card spot. AL MVP, he's going Aaron Judge uh, if he stays healthy. This is his year. And then uh, he's going Corey Kluber with the Cy Young. So um, we'll give our picks, actually, uh, after we do the NL East. We'll, we'll go with awards. But uh, let's go into now the NL East, Vinny. And uh, to me, this is one of the best divisions in baseball. Um, there's just so many key players, star players in this division. And um, I think, listen, I think Rob will be disappointed when we talk Braves. So who do you have? Let's actually go with division oh, odds. The Sorry. Odds, yeah. yeah, no problem. World Series odds. The Philadelphia Phillies are first now, obviously a huge offseason for them. Plus yep. 850. They opened at plus 2,000. That was not only just before Bryce Harper, that was before the Real Muto, um, Segura, yep. all those moves. So plus 850, they are closed at right now. The Braves, plus 1,400. They won it last year. The Nationals, they lose Harper. They get Corbin, plus 1,800. This is for the division? This is uh, World Series. World Series, okay. Yeah, those, yep. those are big-time payouts. For yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> um, that's plus 2,200. And the Marlins, second-worst odds in all the majors at plus 35,000. Now we move on to the division yes. where the Phillies are the favorites again. Plus 175, though, for a favorite being plus money. That's always interesting. Yep. The Braves are next, uh, plus 240. The Nationals are third, plus 290. Mets fourth plus 325, and the Marlins for uh, plus 20,000. I don't see them winning this. No, game. that's a waste of money, too. And uh, let's hit over-unders for the wins. Sure, let's do it. The Braves, they won 90 last year. 87 and a half. Very close, 86 and a half. Uh, I'm going under. I'm and going, I have said this on the show. I'm going to go under as well. Uh, we'll go to the Nationals next. They won 82 last year. Uh, 85 and a half. I got 88 and a half is the total, and okay. I like the over. I agree with you 100%. I think they're a 91 team this I agree. year. Philadelphia Phillies, 80 wins last year. All those additions, what is it now? 92 and a half. It's 89 and a half. Over. You got to think they're going to win 90 as well, right? New York Mets, 77 wins last year. Uh, I actually, I think I've seen this one as a Mets fan. I think it's around uh, 84 and a half. You bet it, didn't you? I think I have the over. This one on Bovada, they got it 85 and a half. Okay. You did take the over. I think I did. You gave Aruba your money instead of me. Yes. And the Marlins, lastly, <laughs> 63 wins no, last I year. No, I put the Mets win the World Series. Oh, it was World Series. Yes. Okay. Not the division. Not the over. Yes. Uh, Marlins, 63. I also got the Mets on the uh, on the under. Uh, 85 and a half. I'm taking the Mets on the over. And the Marlins, 63 and a half. I would say it's 65 and a half, 67 and a half. 63 and a half. They kept it very close. Yeah, they're an under. I'm going to go over. Are you really? I, yeah, you know what? And I... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I know we're getting into the preview. The team that's going to win this division is the team that beats the Marlins the most. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think the Marlins are going to steal a bunch of games from all these teams as well. I think they'll be a little more competitive than people think. Uh, I completely disagree with that. I'm not I saying think... they're going to win 70 wins. No. I'm, going to say, I'm saying they're going to win more than 60. I don't think the Marlins will be competitive at all. Their best hitter <laughs> that they had last year is now not even on the team. Yeah. Well, so uh, let's start with who we think is going to be um, winning the division, Vinny. And I'm going with the uh, – 
I'm going to go with the Washington Nationals. Wow. I, I, I really am. Wow. I definitely thought you were going Phillies because no. I'm on the Nats as well. I, I think the Washington Nationals, I don't think people are giving them enough credit. I think they're getting disrespected. You're talking about, and listen, Bryce Harper is a good player, Vinny, but he's not Mike Trout, all right? No. This is somebody that hits 240. He doesn't hit usually more than 35 home runs. He barely drives in 100 runs. You're replacing him with Victor Robles, who is a stud prospect. Mm-hmm. Different player, but stud prospect. Very fast. Brought in Corbin. Trevor Rosenthal's throwing gas in that bullpen right now. Uh, you brought in Brian Dozier, who I think bounces back a little bit, helps you in home runs and steals. Uh, listen, the pitching is good. If Strasburg stays healthy, I think this is a team that wins 95 games. I love that the Nationals gave him his hometown uh, contract offer, Harper, and they knew they had studs in Juan Soto and Victor Robles. Don't even need him. Yep, and they still got Adam Eaton, who they gave a ridiculous contract to, if you ask me, but he's still there, and he's a good player when he's on the that field. That was a horrible trade. When he's on the field, right. Um, they didn't need him. They said, listen, you're our guy. You've been our best player. This yep. is the contract. You take it or leave it. He didn't take it. They said, okay, screw you. That's the offer. We're not, we're not moving around for you. We got the outfield depth. But I love the Nationals getting Corbin. They still have a great rotation. Good back end of that bullpen. Trevor yep. Rosenthal, Adam Ronis is pretty big on, yep. which I'm happy to hear. I drafted him. And uh, Sean Doolittle should do the job in the ninth inning as well. Sean Doolittle has been – when he's on the field, he's lights out. That's right. a very good back end in the bullpen, like you mentioned. He had another two ERA last year, right? Yeah. So he's a solid closer, man. And you have to look at, too, Vinny, this is going to be a different team. This is going to be a team that gets on base and steals. You're talking Trey Turner could st- steal 50. He should, no problem. Robles, whenever he's up after the Super 2, should steal 30, no issue. Uh, Brian Dozier is somebody that can steal 15. Right. They are going to be a running team, a contact team, a good team. I think they win about 95 games. 95 is a lot. Um, I did have them over 88. I definitely have them winning 90. I would go – I'm going to go 91. All right. 91 wins for the Second, match. I bet you will agree, uh, we'll, I'm going to pick the Phillies. Same. And I think the Phillies will win about 92 games. It'll be close. A close race, 92 games. Love the lineup. Starting pitching is questionable. Yeah, but they do have good pitchers in there. And I think Jake Arrieta has a huge bounce back no here. shot. He was playing hurt last year, the second half. I think he actually bounces back to not Cy Young form, no. but I think he comes back to playing good. That lineup top to bottom is ridiculously scary. Agreed. And uh, the bullpen, is it's pretty strong. And Robertson is the, the official closer, correct? Uh, I have not seen that. I, I don't think I, they have named it yet. But I, I think Gabe, you Gabe Kapler uh, has mentioned he's not sure what he was going to do. Okay, so. well, he's got a couple it of options. It should be Robinson. I, I think it would be Robinson. But either way, Philly. But Sir Anthony Dominguez is in there. Stack top to bottom, they're going to be scoring a lot of runs this year. But I still think the Nationals are deeper in the pitching aspect. And that's why I had the edge of the Phil, uh, the Nationals over the Phillies. Uh, I don't know what to expect out of Aaron Nola. I think that'll be interesting. I'm huge on him this year. Yeah, I, I think he should be fine. I don't know if you get the same years last year. Everyone's predicting Nick Pavetta to have a big year. I don't know what to expect out of that. This is somebody that had five ERA last year. Um, I don't like Arietta at all. The last three years, his numbers have just gradually gotten worse. I don't like him. Um, I think the the starting pitching is a lot of question marks to me. I like the bullpen. The offense, you hit on everything I agree with, so we don't have to repeat that. Uh, They're going to score a ton of runs, a ton of runs. I think they finished second, wild card, 92-93 wins. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 90 as a ceiling for them. No more than 90. I think they finished at 89. This is 89 and a half, so a slight under for me. Rob uh, said Mets Braves supposed to play at one o'clock today. Mets are stuck in traffic and not at the stadium. Uh, Mark said Braves even. Nats over. Phillies even. Mets over. Marlins over. Marlins have a good rotation. Mark, are you just trolling us this morning? (laughs) Mark Uh, Mark has. Expected big things from the two worst odd teams. This a year. different Robbie said, "Good morning, guys uh, from Wisconsin, live from Wisconsin." Wisco, big win for Wisco. I'm sorry, they lost. They're, <laughs> they're they are gone, Oregon. <laughs> um, finishing third, Vinny. Uh, I'm sure we'll agree here. I have the Mets finishing third. I think they're an above 500 team. I think you're looking about 87, 88 wins. I do have the Mets third. Um, the Braves, they just didn't do anything to improve. We'll get into them after this. But the, I love the Cano move. I think he's going to be a, a stud there. You get Edwin Diaz, arguably the best closer in baseball. Who's been so, atrocious this spring. He better figure it out, man. They need him to be good. That's for eight sure. So Familia eight and him nine. That's very good, solid uh, way to close the game over yep. there. Obviously, the rotation, they're just never, ever healthy. You know, I call no play Noah. Yep. Uh, uh, injured guard all mm-hmm. the time. DeGrom, he's not going to be what he was last year. He's obviously still a good pitcher. He'll probably win more games, but the ERA is going to be up. Mm. But um, solid rotation, decent lineup. Love that Alonzo's up there. Uh, dark horse for that NL uh, Rookie of the Year award. I agree. Um, but I like it. I think the ro- the lineup's not that bad. But the bottom line is they're, they're still the Mets. The pitching, I don't trust them all to stay healthy besides DeGrom. And I don't think it's enough. That's why I think they're going to be slightly above 500. Slightly above. Like, literally, like, 83. 
they started off out of the gate last year. Awesome. They've, they really just had one bad month, which was atrocious. That kind of prevented them from, you know, being a better team than what they were last year. They've made improvements. They have, they have made improvements. Bullpen should be much better starting pitching. Like you mentioned, if they just stay healthy, I don't have any faith in Matt's, but I think the big mm. three should all have good seasons. Uh, I think Cano has a very good year so in uh, his first year back here. I really do. And then I just other pieces. I think McNeil should be a 300 hitter. If Alonzo plays every day and they just don't start effing around with him, I agree with that as well. I like the Mets to finish third. Fourth, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves. And uh, I know Rob is following. <laughs> he says no one is more upset with the Braves, but there is no way uh, that they'll finish. From, they'll go from first to fourth in less injuries. And listen, I, I, I think he makes a point here, Vinny, but at the same time, I hate the starting pitching. Yep. <laughs> Boltonevich is hurt already. Uh, Julio Tehran has been decent this spring. ERA in the three. Another opening day start for my man. <laughs> Vizcaino has not been that good this spring. A.J. Minter is hurt. They haven't brought anybody in the bullpen. And then you, you just have to look at the, the lineup. And I think a lot went right last year that's not going to go right this year. You're high on Acuna. I, am, uh, I like Acuna, but I think there's going to be some sort of rookie wall here, second-year wall. I'm not high on Ozzy Albies. Rob set the lineup last night, batting sixth. Hasn't hit a home run this spring yet, hitting 289. He hit 20 home runs in the first half and only four last year. So which Albies are we going to see? Uh, Nick Markakis, all-star last year, is now a year older. Love Freddie Freeman. But again, if you look at the power of the last three years, Freddie Freeman's home runs have come down. The RBIs have come down. Uh, Josh Donaldson, what are we going to get from him? I like Josh Donaldson. Love, I do. Love. But what do you expect there? Vinny, I'm making all these points at the Braves. Am I crazy? Is this going to be a first to fourth team? You're, yeah, I, I agree. I have them finishing fourth, but it's strictly because of that rotation. And their bullpen doesn't really do it for me either. But that, that's a tough lineup. I love Donaldson this year for fantasy. Uh, contract year, a big-time show-me year. They're paying him $20 million for a show-me year. That's their big-time move that they're selling fans on. Right. But at the same time, I do think Acuna only gets better, especially mm-hmm. if he's not going to be adding leadoff. Albies, I can't stand. I think he's. I don't think he's as good as he was billed. Got out to an amazing start, and he absolutely tumbled in the second half, yeah. 100%. I do not see Marquez doing the same thing again. Freddie Freeman, I know he gets hurt a lot, so hopefully he stays healthy. But you know, when he's in the lineup, he's going to do his thing. But I think outside of those three, Mitsuarte um, should score some runs. But I think outside of Donaldson, Freeman, and Acuna. I don't really trust uh, too many other people in that lineup, but that's a very, very strong three right there. And Acuna, he's my pick for NL MVP. I know we're, we're jumping the gun over here. Yeah. But at the same time, how's he going to win MVP if I have the Braves in fourth place? Yeah, very interesting. Um, I'm huge on Acuna. I know huge. you are. Rob is too. Bullpen is very good except for closer, which is kind of important. Yeah, very important. I mean, they have, they have good arms out there, Rob. But, I, again, you have said it, so I don't want to, you know, steal your thing. But they should have brought in somebody. They should have brought in some sort of arm in that back end. They have it. Keiko would have been a perfect fit for them, a frontline starter. They haven't done that. Um, You've got to be disappointed as a Braves fan. You won the division in a division you didn't think you were going to win last year. You guys, ever, they came out, they were played so much better than anybody could have ever asked, and their only moves were Josh Donaldson and re-signing Nick Markakis. And I've had this talk with Rob before, who is the Braves fan, uh, just missing today. They have four starting pitching prospects in the top 100. So, which is huge. Yeah. They have four. That's why they're not signing Keiko, probably. Brilliant young starting pitchers coming up. I don't know what we'll see this year, who we'll see this year. So uh, maybe they just don't want to spend the money and, you know, they'll build for next year. Listen, we Better all see two of them if they want to not be a fourth place team. We all thought the Braves were going to have the year this year that they had last year. Right. Now I'm just not sold. I think they overachieved and uh, had a lot of good luck last year. That's all. And uh, listen, the division got better. The division got a lot better. Very good point. The NL East games are going to be awesome to watch. I agree with Every you. Every single one, no matter who they're facing, unless it's the Marlins, obviously. But then if the Marlins pull the upset, that's a bad, bad loss now. That's, like I said, whoever pounds the Marlins the best is going to win this division. But those matchups, anyone, Mets, Braves, uh, Nationals, Phillies, all of them, it's going to be great to watch all year long. What a great division. And then last, Vinny, we'll both have the Marlins. Um, listen, you traded – uh, your best hitter. And I just want to look at the lineup because I, I really think it's going to be something uh, to laugh at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you I traded Real Muto. You traded your best hitter. Yellick gone. Azuna gone. Stanton gone. We already know all about that. You're looking at a lineup of Curtis Granderson, Starling Castro, Brian Anderson, who had a very good year last year, mm-hmm. Neil Walker, JT Riddle, Peter O'Brien, who has a ton of power but has bounced from five different teams. Uh, Lewis Brinson, who was the prize prospect He's that they got back. Great. Yeah. He was horrible. And the Yellick trade, nothing. He obviously um, wasn't ready for the bigs last year. And then, listen, I know they mentioned uh, – who mentioned it? Uh, Mark said the pitching. Jose Urena sucks. Dan Straley <laughs> sucks. Caleb Smith, I'm not sold on. Trevor Richards is somebody that I own in your Urena's league. not that bad. Ugh. I know he lost a lot of games last year, but I th- still think he was sub-four ERA. 
Uh, we'll take a look at that. And uh, he's, a, he's a dick, but <laughs> but he's not that bad of a pitcher. I like Trevor Richards to actually have a very good year. Uh, Wing Yin Chen, he sucks, and Sandy Alcantara is awesome, but I don't know how many innings they'll actually give him. Um, so I'm not sold on them at all, and I think that's an easy under. Rob's going Nats, Braves, Mets, Phillies. Rob, there's no way the Phillies finish in fourth. If they are there by the break, Kapler's fired, and they blow up that whole team. I, Phillies fourth, that would be a huge disappointment. No, but I Rob, can't see it. I hope you're right with that, because I would love to see the uh, go, and, go crazy and outrage, and we all know how classless that or, uh, fan base is. So I would love to see them not get their rewards after this huge offseason with a very disappointing fourth-place finish. I'm pulling for that, Rob, but I do not see it. Vinny, what did you say you were eating his what was your thought? Under four? I thought it was under four. 3.9. There we go. Under four. Very good. <laughs> uh, let's do Cy Young Rookie of the Year and uh, MVP picks. And we'll start with the AL, Vinny. Give me your AL Cy Young winner. It's Chris Sale. It really is. Um, I know I'm always worried about the second half and the yeah. arm, but he just does it every year. I do think he's hands down the best pitch in the American League. I'm going to go with Chris Sale. And I'm going to go with Corey Kluber. I, listen, the sale injury scares me. I think that um, they'll give him rest. They'll pull him out of five innings if they have to. I think Corey Kluber has a monstrous year for the Cleveland Indians. And I think it's one of the few bright spots. Vinny, give me the MVP of the American League. Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. I think he's going to hit 50-plus this year. They're going to make the playoffs, and it's hard to not give the MVP to somebody who's hitting over 50 home runs. I'm going to go with Mookie Betts. He wants to get that big contract as well that he just saw. He's got uh, one more year left, but uh, he's basically Mike Trout B. He is slightly under. I think he has a monstrous year for uh, the Boston Red Sox, and uh, really a chalk pick, but I think it's Mookie Betts. Uh, Rookie of the year, Vin. All right, AL. uh, I know everybody's on Vlad Jr. I'm going to go with Eloy Jimenez. I agree with that. I think all the pressure's on Vlad. I think he's in a terrible lineup. Uh, He could get pitched around. He could get off to a bad start. He came out a little thicker than people thought. That could be a good or bad thing. We don't know. Eloy's getting the opportunity. Hopefully he is named and he plays on Thursday. I think he's going to hit a lot of home runs. I think he's a hell of a player. I think Eloy Jimenez is the AL Rookie of the Year. I agree with you 100%, unfortunately. I thought you were going to go Vlad. No, I mean, listen, I just said in the beginning about my brackets, I'm not a chalk guy. That's not me, even though I picked the Yankees to win the World (laughs) Series. But, um Eloy's getting the opportunity, and I do could see I could see Vlad not doing all that well, but just because the Blue Jays are that bad around him. NL MVP, Vinny. Uh, NL MVP, I got Ronald Acuna Jr. He's somehow going to win it when the Braves miss the playoffs. I know it doesn't add up, but I'm just huge on that guy, and I hope he only gets robbed because they don't make the playoffs. Paul Goldschmidt for me, I think out of Arizona, Fair the thing. humidor, monster season for Paul Goldschmidt. And they locked him up too with another. Yes, they did, so which we didn't hit on, hit but that. I like that. Uh, Cy Young, Aaron Nola. I'm going to go with Jacob deGrom. Going back to back? I am. I think Jacob deGrom is, um, really has found his stuff, and I think he wins back to back. I really do. What's great about deGrom is he obviously played college uh, shortstop. Yep. So he doesn't have the mileage exactly. that all these pitchers have. So you're really – it's going to take a while to see the worst. Especially if he doesn't have that contract, he's going to – I think – I don't know if you'll see the numbers like last year, which were insane – but I think a two ERA, which could be yeah. the lowest, I think I see it. They're going to be good because he is just that damn good of a and pitcher. And with Nola and Scherzer. He's done it for four years now. Right. I think it's confident to say the Cy Young is coming out of the NL East. Yeah. I mean, look at your options. Right. Nola, Scherzer, and um, DeGrom, you got to match in the top four. You can even throw Syndergaard in there if he actually stays healthy. Right. He's his own worst enemy. And that, he's a difference, too, with the Mets can be, like, you know, climb up. I have them in, what, third? Yeah. They're the difference that they can climb up. It's it's all down to him. He just never plays. I have no problem with him. He's a great pitcher. Right. He's, Always, always hurt. Rookie of the year, NL. NL, uh, I think Nick Senzel. I did. I hope he gets in there. I guess that opportunity. Senzel's my guy. Uh, I have not looked up uh, enough rookies Alonso, yet for the uh, my other guy. No, I don't know. I don't even know. If he plays every day, he'll be the rookie of the year. He's getting 100%. a chance as of now. Because he'll hit 30 home runs. Yeah, so I agree. We'll see what happens there. Rob says, Judge MVP, Kluber Cy Young. He will beat up on the uh, shitty division. Goldschmidt sure. MVP, Scherzer Cy Young. So similar. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11.55 here, over the top sports, Vinny. Uh, this Thursday, opening day, we will be giving away – we gave away a jersey last year. Could have brought this up earlier in the show. We should have, <laughs> but um, we gave away a jersey last year, and this year we're giving away a signed Reggie Jackson Yankee helmet. Uh, it is uh, – Vinny puts it up closer there. It is signed. It is inscribed with the home run total, right? Is it a Hall of Fame or home run total? It's I think it's home, home run total. Yeah, home run total. I think it's cooler. Yep. Awesome Yankee Five helmet. Home run club. Signed by Reggie Jackson, um, has the COA, witness COA, so it's legit, it's worth some money, it's a pretty cool giveaway, and we will, I don't know what that is, that's probably not, a COA. no, this is the COA here. No, that's the COA, there we go, I don't JSA know what too, that that's one of my favorites. 
authenticity. Um, but again, the giveaway will be who hits the first home run Thursday. That's it. And uh, we did it last year. It was pretty cool. Ian Happ did it in the first game, right? Retweet and comment your guys. Yeah, retweet, comment on the post that we put up, and who hits the first home run Thursday. You got a signed helmet by a Hall of Famer. A Yankee great, retired number, which I don't know if that really holds dividends anymore with the Yankee retired number. They got enough of those. But <laughs> obviously, Reggie Jackson, all-time great Hall of Famer. This is a cool giveaway. Uh, we'll see who comes out with that one. Uh, let's see. Um, Mark's been following all show. I, I'll give his picks out as well. He's saying AL MVP, Carlos Correa. He has played less games the last three years. It's gone less, less, and less. Cy Young, Garrett Cole. I like that pick, actually. I think that's a very good pick. Rookie of the year, he's going Vlad Jr., so there's some buying there. NL MVP, Trey Turner. Um, listen, I think Trey Turner is not going to get the credit he deserves because he's not going to have the home runs RBIs. So I don't think that's uh, you know going to be the pick, even though I think he has a good year. Aaron Nola, Cy Young, fine. Rookie of the year, Nick Stenzel. So he's on board with you. Vinny, you uh, we have five minutes to go, which we didn't hit when we talked March Madness, but have to talk about it. Um, Tom Izzo and what he did was outrageous. <laughs> How dare this outrageous. coach yell at his player <laughs> for not hustling. How dare he? It was horrible. How offensive. He should be kicked off the team. He should be banned from the university. This is this is a quite a scandal we got on our hands here. I cannot believe I woke up the next morning and that was a story. It was terrible. I can't believe people are talking about that. A coach yelled at his player. Now you are can't you do that. Me? What's the big deal? I could not believe that was topics of discussion when I woke up and watched uh, morning talk shows. I saw it, and I watched it a few times, and I was waiting. For, maybe I missed something, you know? Like, everyone was so outraged. And I was like, oh, I'm missing something. Well, they're not showing it. It's so bad. They're not showing it. He, he made a fist, it. though, Big Mike. It's horrible. He, it's made, a, he horrible. made a fist. This country has gone so soft with Snowflake. And I hate I hate that it um, took so long for the MSU players to come out and have his back. Because that's yeah. the only way to shut the news up about yeah. this. I mean... I can't, I can't believe that. Do you think it has anything to do with a white coach yelling at a black player? No, like, I mean, if that's... I, don't, I hope not. I hope that's not the case. But, I mean, like, why is this a story? You know that people bring up stories like that at times. If that's the case, it's even more ridiculous, it, to be honest with the you. The whole thing is ridiculous. No matter any way you, you explain it, the guy wasn't hustling, and Tom Izzo is in a do-or-die game, and he's yelling at his player to hustle. I'm not going to stand for you jogging right. while the rest of the team is running in an elimination game. What's the big deal? <laughs> I have no issue with what, what it whatsoever. And if actually, if it's if I'm outraged about anything, it's because it's made been made such a big deal. I think yeah. it's a joke. I like I said, I couldn't believe I woke up and that was a story. Uh, four minutes to go, Vinny. Want to read out the picks one more time for the March Madness games that you have going today? Yeah. You have, did you tweet them up right or my phone now? Lost his phone here. Um, helmet sitting right up there, like we mentioned. That's the giveaway Thursday opening day. We'll put it up on Twitter. Put up a picture retweet with a comment of who hits the first home run last year on the day last year it was Ian Happ who won it quite early and ended the whole giveaway so we'll yeah. see what happens with that first pitch first pitch <laughs> yeah, first pit, yeah. first all right pitch. the picks are one last time LSU Maryland under yep. Wofford with the points Florida with the points Minnesota with the points and Villanova with the points we like the dogs today it can't be chalk it can't be chalk any longer second round we're getting some upsets we're getting some dogs covering those are the plays. I like them a lot. To fire them up, let's win some money. Um, Big Mike, something you wanted to get into? Yes. Uh, Eric Engel, the brother of yes. Kurt Engel, yes. was arrested. Would you like to share the story? Yeah, so the video, we've shared it up on our Twitter. He's at a wrestling event, which Kurt Engel was at. He was interviewed by ESPN. And I don't know what it is. I think it's the National Champions of Wrestling. Um, so, uh, you know, the college, whatever. Big deal. And uh, he grabs um, a kid from the back of his neck. And I don't know if it's his kid or somebody else's kid. The article didn't even, you know, wasn't specific. But he grabs a uh, the kid by the back of the neck, arrested. Uh, it's a horrible video, man. If you watch it, the kid comes off the ground by the back of his neck. You can't be touching your kids that way. It, it was bad. Kids that way, but um, and arrested. So, um, so I, I guess he deserved it. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle, last opponent at WrestleMania, Baron Corbin. Yeah, that's gonna get changed. That's gotta get changed, please. Please change that. It's disgusting. Kurt Angle, once he retires, I officially lost my three favorite wrestlers. Sting, Scott Hall, Kurt Angle. Those are my guys. And I do not want to see Angle send off be against boring Corbin. Yeah, I can't see that happening. Justin Houston to the Colts, big deal, yes or no? Yeah, um, but you you made a great point in our group chat. I mean, they had all this cap space, and this is the biggest splash. Right. What are you doing? But uh, the only move. It's definitely a good move, though. I, I wanted agree. the Giants to get Justin Houston, but uh, he's constantly hurt. But either way, when he's on the field, huge difference. Maybe. Also, up on our video, uh, the paparazzi uh, harassing Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick doesn't bite. It's awesome. 
Check it out. Oh, it's, it's great. It's goat stuff. Vinny, final thought as we head into March Madness Saturday. Final thought. I hate the GMC Sierra na-na-na-na commercial. That's all they play on March Madness. But speaking of hey, 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 goodbye, LeBron James is not making the playoffs, baby. Welcome to the West. Welcome to the West. No more playoffs for you. Sorry, LeBron. Nice choice with L.A. Uh, that'll do it here. Thanks for joining everybody. Mark, thank you for uh, interacting. Guys, interact every time we're live. Also on our Twitter, Facebook, constantly posting good stuff up on there. Like I said, the giveaway, we'll put that up on Twitter. That is uh, for Thursday's MLB opening day giveaway. Thanks for joining us. Check out Swimming with the Shark. Not sure what day yet. Probably Wednesday. back to Wednesday. And uh, I'll have some sort of fantasy podcast this week as well. Good luck if you're drafting. Thanks for joining, everybody. We could talk baseball all day. Yeah, we could. 252 views. Not bad. No, not for live. That'll go up another 200. Yeah, easy. (laughs) All right, there's basketball to be watched. Yeah. You just sit there watching every game? Yep. (laughs) I got three TVs (laughs) in the living room. Do you really? Yeah. See you later. Yep. All right. I'll see you. Uh, I guess we'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not back yet, right? No, maybe. We'll see. I was supposed to get it off this past Monday, and they told me another four weeks.